difficult, 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 women. Hi. Hi. So many technical difficulties, but we're we're here now. We'll see how long we last. (laughs) (laughs) Just spent two hours trying to do this. It's fine. It's good. It's great. We're here. It was difficult. That was difficult because we're difficult women. Yeah, difficult women. We maybe should change our podcast name if it's going to (laughs) be... Juju is going to be making everything fall apart like this. Well, hey, folks, I'm Marie. I'm Katie. And uh, we're also in a comedy band called uh, Reformed Whores. You can check that out if you're sitting around at home uh, with nothing to do, which I hope you are. Hope you're not wandering the streets for no reason. That's right. And normally we pod together in the same room, looking at each other, holding hands sometimes in New York City. (laughs) But now we are not. And why is that, Marie? Because of COVID-19. Right, right. Uh, (laughs) All right, um, all right. Yes, yeah, because of that. Uh, but I'm in Nashville right now, and Katie is in New York City. And let's just do a quick check-in. How are you doing, girl? I'm fine. You know, I'm inside. Um, I'm going to be inside for a while. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I feel very lucky. I'm not – I haven't been feeling sick at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a roof over my head. I got food to cook, mm-hmm. doing some workouts, cut my hair. <laughs> just, you know, doing all the things you're not supposed to do. Dude, I did so many live workouts this week. I pulled my back out. Yikes. I've ne- that's never happened to me before. And I've always kind of made fun of my friends who ha- that has happened to because, I mean, come on, get it together. And then it happened to me and my back spasmed and I couldn't sit up for a whole day. But you know what? I had nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, same, same. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, you know, it's been pretty good. Another cool thing, I built a fire pit. Oh, that's really cool. See, that's the that's the good part about being in Nashville right now is you have more space. Yes, I do. I am very thankful that I'm here and not in my tiny, tiny little apartment with my roommate at this point. But I also am extremely homesick at this point. But that's all right. We got each other to get us through. Oh, yeah. Virtually. Perfect. Thank God for the internet. Hopefully it holds up. Hopefully it'll go. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. If not, I have a couple of books. I can just reread them for the next six months. It's fine. Um, how's everybody out there doing? Send us emails. Let us know how you're holding up and um, if you how you've been keeping yourself busy. And you guys, we really did appreciate those Instagram messages um, of, you know, saying that our last episode, Finding the Silver Lining, helped you, brought joy to you, brought a smile to your face because there is a silver lining in that and what is happening right now, hopefully. Um, totally. And I we just got to stay positive and love each other. Love, love, love each other. So and show love and 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 ourselves, girl. Didn't you just buy something from our favorite little sponsor? Oh, you know I did. Oh, I I'm gonna be loving up on myself any day now. Once this big dildo comes in the mail, <laughs> I order myself a big dick. I need a dick bad. I'm gonna be in here for a long time. I'm not gonna see a man for a long time. And my old and I wore my old one out. I had to get a new one. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah. which so, one did did you get? Do you remember like, the name of it or? It was like it was like the cheapest one and I was able to use our 50% off code which we'll talk about in a second. But um it was the cheapest one. It was called like beginner dildo or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I don't need a beginner but it's cheap. <gasps> it's cheap. It's cheap and we don't have jobs. So that's yeah. cool. I was actively looking for one that uh wasn't a skin color cuz that kind of weirds me out. I prefer ones that are like 
just a regular random. I think this one's like neon pink or something. I don't like the idea of like a dismembered penis like in my vagina. I don't like that. I like to think of it as a dildo. Well, how can our listeners right now do the same thing that you just did? Oh, my gosh. If you need a dildo, then just listen up. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's Horio, W-H-O-R-E-O, Horio at adamandeve.com. We'll just get right into it. Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I am tired of talking about COVID-19 coronavirus. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of thinking about it. I'm tired of talking about it. I've been reading too much news. So we decided to just like talk about something, you know, something that doesn't, uh, that isn't n- n- unrelated to some degree. <laughs> Actually, you nailed it just right there. Things are getting hairy. That's for sure. Things were getting hairy, and so we thought we should talk about p- p- hair, body hair, <laughs> body hair, pubic hair, shaving, all eyebrows, the hair. hair all over your body, hair all over. I wanted to ask. Let's start it off. I'm just so curious what your relationship with your own body hair has been like. Um, well, I was thinking about when I first started shaving. That was a question I wanted to ask you too. But I started shaving my legs when I was. It was in the summer when I was 11. And I'd ask my mom over and over, can I shave my legs? And she kept being like, no, no, don't do it. Because then once you start, you can't stop. So she was like, no, no. And then I spent one weekend at my dad's and I mentioned in passing about shaving my legs. And he was like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got you. I know about shaving. That's like the one thing I do know about. So he like left me a razor and some like shaving cream and sort of explained how it worked. And then he left because I think he was like, I don't need to watch her shave her legs. you know. So he just left me alone in the apartment. And then I just did it. And I felt like such a grown up. And I kind of loved that. And that that first time you felt your freshly shaven legs rubbed together like a cricket. (laughs) You're just like, whoa. Yeah. I remember. um, So I had the cutest. I remember this outfit so distinctly. It was like this zebra shirt and the zebra had like a whistle that it was blowing and then had matching skirt with it. And I love that outfit so much. And I went to school and I got completely made fun of because of all of my black hairs on my legs. And here I was so excited to show off this cute new outfit. And then I just got completely bullied because of my hairy legs. That's so shitty. I remember coming home crying and because I had an older sister, I think she had started shaving her legs. So I just went and grabbed her stuff and shaved my legs. And of course, like without any instruction from my mother or my sisters or anything, it was just blood everywhere. (laughs) It was great. But I did it. You know, I think that I probably wouldn't have for a while for, you know, who knows how long. How old were you? I think it was fifth grade. So how old are you in fifth grade? I don't know. Five. Yeah. So around, yeah, fifth grade. But I remember I was so sad. And then also I got bullied because um, of my arm hair, 
too. I have really dark arm hair. And thank God I never shaved it. I had a, another friend um, in, in elementary school that also had really dark arm hair and she started shaving hers. And she started, she would have to shave it every day because it would get really prickly if she didn't. And she didn't want people to know that she shaved her arms, although it was obvious. Um, and so I remember having that conversation with my mom. Should I shave my arms? And she, I mean, I remember her face of like, I'm sorry, what? No. <laughs> so that was, I was bullied into shaving. That's unfortunate. I think that that's one thing that I, so I've always had a fascination with body hair, even as a kid, like beards and things. Like I always just was very, there's something about it and I can't even put my finger on it. And it's not even that I, it, I'm always make a joke about a beard. It's not that I want a beard, but it's just that like, I've always just been fascinated by the fact that, you know, generally men grow beards and then generally women don't. Um, and then body hair, you know, then my shaving legs, I was sort of into that whole concept of like shaving your legs. But one thing I sort of realized when we were researching this more, and I'm so dumb, like I just didn't know, I'm very blonde. And so like my leg hair is very, very blonde. My arm hair is very, very blonde. Um, I frequently, and you know this in the summer, sometimes I just don't shave my legs at all. Um, I just like let it go. And you can see it when the light hit, like when the sun hits it from a certain angle. <laughs> but like, <laughs> well, I feel like I owe you an apology because um, I've always been jealous of blondes because of that. And I do remember, you know, when we tour together, I remember a certain time of us being in the car and your leg like hit the sunlight. And I was like, oh, my God. God, Katie. <laughs> and I felt like I was shaming you, which I mean, you, you know, were. <laughs> shame, yep, I definitely was. And I, I I'm very sorry because after researching this, it's like, Jesus Christ. What how shame on me. Shame on everybody for shaming anybody what they do with their body. So I'm I'm sorry. And and I think my shaming stories come from like um because people don't necessarily see it all the time, but I've definitely had men uh try to shame me in the middle of like sex or something and be like you know, oh, you need to shave your legs. And maybe even they would have, I, I, you know, because I, I kind of get away with not shaving them every day. So like, um, it's, I still shave them. Mm -hmm. And I like, and I like to keep them shaved mostly, but sometimes I get lazy about it and I can kind of get away with it. So just that like a man sort of being like, oh, you haven't shaved your legs. I'm like, go fuck yourself right now. <laughs> like what? And I've been lucky I haven't had too many people to say that, but there's been a handful where I'm like, no, 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 no. Like you can't, no, no. Shut right. Get, I, I'm going to leave then. Okay. Goodbye. Like fuck that. Cause I think that that's so shitty. Um, well, but that I feel like is, is what we, has been ingrained in us getting ready for a date includes like shaving your pussy, like getting it ready and grooming it in case, you know, the date goes well. And that was something else I was going to say about being blonde is that uh, what I was leading up to was that I didn't have a sense of how much body hair many women have and how visible it is. So I was really taken aback by the lengths at which a lot of women, maybe I would say most women, go to hide this. And that really made me upset. Like I, that made me really, really upset that what what we're basically telling women is that um, this very natural thing that occurs on your body is unacceptable and you have to hide it. You have to pretend like you are something that you are not. And like we are seeing people now, you know, part of the reason why we're even having this episode is because it's becoming more of a conversation because before it was just wasn't a conversation you just shaved your legs and you didn't talk about it you know um, or your armpits or whatever and now women are being like you know what fuck that I don't really don't want to <laughs> and I think that's so awesome um I also have to say I 
decided even before we were doing this episode, I decided like I was like, oh, I'm not going to shave my armpits because nobody's going to see me. Like, let me grow it out. So I've been like trying to grow out my little armpit hair. I've never seen it. I've never seen it like, you know, full out. It's growing kind of slow. It's taken a while. Um, And I'm not going to lie. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. And I want to be like one of these feminists that's like, yay, I'm going to grow out my armpit hair. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I it I smell worse. I hate it. And like that and so what I think part of this is about going into this episode, it's about like choosing what you want to do with your body. It's not about being shamed one way or the other. It's about choosing what you're the most comfortable with. And I think perhaps I will find that I will prefer to shave my armpits. Well, it's almost like masturbation. It's like you need to know what you like and and you need to explore what you like. And you know, you need to know. I've never grown out my armpit hairs because I love the smooth feeling under my arms. But during this time in quarantine, I kind of want to do exactly what you're talking about. And I, I want to encourage our reader, our readers, our readers, how does podcast <laughs> work? I don't know anymore. My brain. I was reading this other thing, side note, that our brains are turning into newborn mother brains by being inside and cooped up. And I've been having a really hard time like remembering things and communicating. But anyway, so this is going to be fun. Um, But but why not during this time while we're inside, grow out your armpit hairs, grow out your leg hairs, grow out your bush, and then see what you like and then decide and what you want to do with your own body without anybody telling you what you should do. So. For sure. And that's what I, that's like my whole, that's what's kind of going on here. Cause you never get a chance otherwise. Cause you do feel like, oh God, I should probably shave it or whatever. Or you, or you make that choice where you're like, I'm going to grow it out and I'm going to make a statement or something. And this is sort of like a time where I don't have to do either of those things. I can just <laughs> wallow in my own. Please um, humor me and let me talk about the history of hair removal because I had no idea. Um, the Neanderthals. Uh, archaeologists have actually found sharpened seashells that in, you know, 30,000 BC, these Neanderthals were scraping their body hair with these sharpened seashells, which, by the way, would have hurt really, really bad. (laughs) But they were doing it for, you know, to remove their body hair. Um, And then some of the first razors were made of copper. They were used in Egypt and India around 3000 BC. And Egyptians were super into body hair removal. So much so that they were using sugaring, that they would wax their hoo-hahs by the sugaring method, which I've never used. Um, then also the upper-class Roman women of the 6th century BC you would use tweezers, uh, pumice stones um, uh, for their pubic hairs and things. And Elizabethan women removed their eyebrows and hair from their foreheads to give themselves a longer brow. So we've yeah. all been trying to keep up with these beauty standards. It really kind of comes back to beauty, I guess, or what people view as beautiful. Well, that was another thing that I found because I because at first I was also reading like when did people start shaving? And then that's a whole other like we can get into that too. But that really didn't start happening until like the 20s when women like shaving their legs when women were wearing shorter skirts and all of a sudden, you know, so then I was like going back. Okay, well, then what? how wherever it was everybody's growing everything out prior to that and like you discovered like no people have been taking their body hair off for centuries and centuries and uh one thing that i read was that it was also a class thing so if you were upper class you would remove all your body hair because you had the means to do it i suppose and it also was a cleanliness thing 
And I'm discovering with this armpit hair. Yep, I get it. <laughs> like, like just in terms of smell. And imagine like before perfume was a thing. Before people remember, there was a period where people didn't bathe. That right, much before right. Before the plague, they would take Nobody a bath. Yeah, a bath a year. Right. Yeah, they didn't think it was healthy to bathe that much. So like. You can imagine the smells that came out of people. So one of the ways to kind of control that would be removing more of your body hair. Um, so that's part of what's complicated to me about this whole concept is like there's so much misogyny wrapped up in this for sure. But then there's also this history of like, well, class issues, but then also just like hygiene. Right. And religious. There's, so, you know, in the Bible, it says, you know, that to remain pure, you know, to keep your purity, to not cut your hair. A lot of um, thou uh, shalt not shave thy armpits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, there's so much to kind of unfold here with body hair and why people have it or they don't. But as far as women go, um, I was reading that, you know, in the 19, 1914, Harper's Bazaar, uh, was the first of the women's magazine to run a hair removal advertisement campaign. And then in 1915, the, because of fashion, they released um, the first sleeveless dress came out. And an ad read uh, that ran during that time, the woman of fashion says the underarm must be as smooth as the face. Well, and that was another thing that they were wondering about in this one article I was reading was about how was it the pressure from the advertisements that really started pressuring women to start shaving because in early, like the early, early twenties, there was like a, it was a news article that a woman had cut herself shaving her legs and people were like, what? That's crazy. Why is she shaving her legs? And it was such a crazy idea that it made the news, you know? And then by the end, by like the 1940s or whatever, uh, it was so common to be shaving your legs that it wasn't news anymore. And in fact, it was just, you're just, women are starting to get inundated with advertisements of like basically shaming them into taking, removing their body hair. Gillette came out with the razor um, in 1915, and in their ads, they urged women natural body hair was unsightly and unclean, and they were using this type of language in their ads. And so they were they were targeting women as consumers to buy their product. I mean, it really is manipulation. Sure, and that, that's what advertisements are. I mean, like that, you know, you can't blame them too much because that's what they're trying to sell razors. So I get it. Uh, and that's we. That's why we should all be mindful of advertisements and like what we're being fed by, you know, the capitalism. Anyway, but I also just wanted to get into. So the thing about it, it's funny too that they would be pushing these ideas onto women, um, and much less so onto men. Not that men don't have grooming things and your beards were always like in fashion in and out of fashion so there's always like grooming things for beards and that kind of body hair um but i it's this is sort of the first time or one of the first times in a very 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 like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years um in which women are really starting to own up own their body hair and it and say like hey I, this is my choice and if i want to grow it out i should be allowed to do that and i shouldn't be shamed for it so you're do you are seeing a lot of women um you know, growing out their armpit hair and then showing it off in their Instagram posts and things like that. And I have to say, sometimes on certain women, I think it's like so attractive. I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's just that like it's a confidence thing or if I just legitimately think like, oh, that kind of looks good on her or whatever it is. So I think that um, this idea that like it's unattractive is 
totally societally based. It's not like it's not instinctually based. Um, so I think that that's another thing that'd be nice for us to all just like get over is that, you know. That's why I, when Julia Roberts walked the red carpet, remember, and she waved to the audience or whatever, the press or something, and she had a full grown underarm hair. That like blew my mind. I don't know how old I was, but I was younger. And, you know, I had always associated underarm hair with feminists or hippies, you know? And then to see my favorite actress, I was like, that is, I was, I thought that was pretty hot. For sure. And I think it's like what's kind of cool about this whole movement and that and that the more like the more it just becomes like normal and that you see it and people not shaving their legs and not shaving their armpits and not shaving whatever, anything, um, the more we just get used to it. And it's not such a shock that when you see it and then you can find what's attractive to you or about it or not. Or you know what I mean? Like that you can see that it's it can still be attractive. And there's one woman in particular I wanted to talk about um, her. She's on Instagram. Her name is Harnam Cower, and she's from England. She's uh, in London, and she has a full beard. She's gorgeous, gorgeous woman. It has a full beard, and because she has polycystic ovaries, so she's been growing this extra hair for since she was like sixteen, and um, she's just found herself in a place where she's like, fuck the haters. I'm not going to shave it. I'm not going to get rid of it. This is who I am. This is what I have. I think it's beautiful. I think it's powerful to like own everything that you are and just walk around with it. And she has a lot of stories about being um, bullied as a young girl because of it, which you can imagine would be the way the kids are so cruel anyway. And also this is so un- unusual, I suppose, or we, we, we assume it's unusual for women to have any kind of facial hair, which I know is not true. Um, but she, uh, she said that her mother was just so distraught that she was getting bullied so much at a very young age, she was having her wax her hair, wa- just wax it off. And she was little and it hurt. And she just talked about how t- much torture it was to like go in every other day and have to get waxed. And so at a certain point she just said, fuck that. Why am I hurting myself? Why am I being tortured for other people's approval? I don't, I'm not doing that anymore. And so now she, um, and she, she was saying how she couldn't get jobs. She'd walk into an interview, totally able to work at any job. And like immediately they would just be like, no, we're not hiring you. Dating is really hard for her, you know, for those reasons to, you know, for reasons you can imagine. Um, but she's still like, fuck it. This is who I am. And she's been able to make a career out of like her, her confidence and her social, you know, speaking, public speaking and trying to encourage people to be who they are. And then she also says, I love this. She was like, I'm not saying everyone who, for example, who's like struggling with like a lot of facial hair should have to grow it out. It's but it's a personal choice so that if you feel more comfortable growing it out, that's what you should do. And if you feel more comfortable getting rid of it, that's what you should do. And I love that that's also part of what her message was. Well, do you mind if I go to the opposite of empowering uh, our listeners? Sure. Kim Kardashian has been quoted saying, the only place a woman should have hair is on her head. I mean, that's the thing, right? That's what people, I think most people in America, at least, that's how they feel about women. Victoria parties. Beckham. She's been quoted saying the Brazilian wax should be mandatory starting at age 15. It makes makes me, me yeah, I read that. (laughs) Um, Actually, I I heard that on a TED Talk and I highly recommend people watching it because you got the time. The TED Talk is called Why Do We Shave by Laura Briggs. And she really does break down the history of it, but then the societal um, 
you know, obsession with it uh, and how she really talks about how it's the societal manipulation of gender roles um, and how men can be adults and they can be, you know, manly and masculine. And then women's uh, the we can be feminine, but also how much we are uh, marketed to be like children and how, you know, shave cream is marketed as baby soft um, and that it's a larger culture problem that lumps women with children and no wrinkles, totally. no body fat, petite, no hair, which is so creepy when you really stop and think about it, how we're just supposed to be totally. these no, hairless little babies. What's happening? <laughs> Absolutely. And that was, um, I mean, you see it in porn all the time, too. I think that that's, and it also then really skews men's especially young men, if they're, you know, learning about sex through porn, skewing their views on what a woman's body should look like. Right. So that it's it seems abnormal. Then when a woman has pubic hair, you're like, oh, my God, what is this? Because you don't see it in porn. And I've always felt that way. Like I've done I've run the gamut. I've grown my bush out. I've waxed it all off. I've shaved it all off. I've done shapes. I've done like all sorts of things. So like I said, I'm sort of like I'm just curious about hair. Right. Um, and one thing I've always felt, though, is that when it when there's no pubic care on your genitals at all. And again, this is a preference thing, but to me, I feel like you're fetishizing children and that creeps me out so much, like you're saying. And I think that that's also like a huge mistake. Like, I don't know. And again, something like a wax, like a bikini wax, they're very painful. They're very painful. And so why is it that then women are expected to torture themselves like that? Um, for what? You know what I mean? I've yeah. So I think there's a whole thing. I've had two Brazilians in my entire life. The first one was I just thought it would be fun. I don't know why I thought that, but I'd never done it before. So I thought, hey, might as well try and see what it looks like. Holy fucking hell. It is the most painful thing. I don't know why. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know why. I'll tell you why. So I used to wax. Oh, you're the reason why I was I, like, well, she does it. I mean, and you do it often. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll go. I can. Be, I'm strong. Uh, no. And the 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 benefit of waxing uh, just for your own sake is that I'm fucking lazy <laughs> and I don't like shaving. And I also get a lot of ingrown hairs if I shave too much. So like the waxing for me, uh, I you get it once like every month or something and it doesn't grow back for a really long time and then I don't have to deal with you know ingrown hairs or whatever and especially during like a bikini season where I just like don't want to deal with that shit so I, I'm glad that waxing exists I'm glad that we have that as an option the idea though of saying that waxing should be mandatory for everybody starting at 15 that's like torture like that's insane you you should just know like I'm not even I don't know get a wax if you wanted to get a wax um i think like i said there's benefits to it but um it's not for everybody and that's okay and you shouldn't and you shouldn't be shamed into getting a wax no, if either. you have a man telling you you got to go clean that stuff up dump him dump his ass or, or <laughs> and have him like maybe have him wax his balls first and then, then you, you can, can <laughs> oh have him wax well, so there is then... so when the brazilian came out then it started the boy zillion which is waxing all that too so i mean it, it that's why this body hair conversation is really interesting too for for g- both genders but then also lgbtq and you know it runs the gamut with like how society views the genders so and 
that is actually a thing I want to talk about, too, because I know that men and men have a weird relationship with their own body hair because there's um, I've had experiences with uh, one gentleman in particular. I remember that I was intimate with and he he was Greek. And he's very handsome, very handsome. Uh, and he had and in just a lot of body hair, just like a lot, a lot like and he was young still. So, you knew it was only going to get more as he got older. You know, it's like a lot. And he was so self-conscious about it. He kept apologizing to me over and over again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to do about it. It's just so much. And I was like, I think it's hot. Like you are. It's so manly. And it's so like it's great. And I loved it. And I really didn't. But I'm, I don't know if other women had given him a hard time about it or if it was just something he was had been bullied about because I mean that's a real thing and then on the flip side of that I've known uh many men I've also been intimate with some men who have like very little body hair and are insecure about that so it's not you know I think part of what it is is it's like no hair is supposed to equal feminine and like a a good the, the right amount of hair is masculine and then too much hair is quote unquote gross like these are I think that the things that they have to deal with too so I don't know. I've known guys, we've talked about this before, but I've known guys that like shave their back, they shave their front, they shave everything. I've known guys that are like, "Eh, I don't care, you know. Um, And again, it's personal preference, but I just hope it's not, I don't want it to come from shame. Mm. I have a really good friend of mine who has always wanted to grow a full beard and he just can't. Whenever he does, it's like just super patchy. So he always, he just always tries to keep it clean shaven. Um, and I know that that's just he's, you know, he's 35 years old now and he still can't grow a beard. And I know that he's felt shame for the, his entire life. And like I've known him since, you know, we were in high school together. And that was a thing that in high school. He Everybody started shaving and, you know, men started shaving and he didn't have to shave. Then he started growing hair, uh, face hair in college late. And then he still can't grow a beard. And it's always been a thing. So there's that. And then also I've, I've dated many old bald men <laughs> and there's so much shame around sure. that too. I love a bald man. I, I, I think it's hot. I think it's especially sexy when you're in bed with them. You can push their bald head down between your legs. <laughs> you can control it better. <laughs> but there's shame around it for, for men too. And um, if if you're a man listening, love love yourself too, my friend. I don't just think that generally we're just it's such a it's a, such a strange thing to me. Maybe that's part of my fascination is it's such a random thing that nobody has any control over, like how much body hair they have, or if they've got their chin hairs, or if they got a mustache, or whatever, or if a, if a man has a full beard or not a full beard, and yet like it's supposed to represent something about mm-hmm. us, and it has nothing to do with us really. I mean. I don't know. It's such a bizarre, it's such a bizarre, arbitrary thing that we've all like hung on to. And I, I guess it's also very obvious when someone can grow a full beard or not, or when someone has hair or doesn't have hair on their head, or whether someone, in some cases, if you haven't shaved your legs, some women, it's very, very obvious, you know? Um, so it's aesthetic, I guess, but it's so strange mm. to me that that's like the thing we like have clung on to. And the guys at my hotel job that I used to have before they laid us all off two weeks ago, um, Man, the conversation about body hair there is fascinating because it's fine dining and in a lot of celebrities and VIP events and and they are on the managers are on top of the men there. Like you have to have a clean shaven face, no five o'clock shadows. If you do have a beard, it has to be you know your neck and and your neck hairs have to be perfectly. I don't know, but I never thought about it before. And and so many of my guy friends there were just. They became, they had to become obsessed with it, whereas they never had 
before. But also that's a that's a weird thing. You should I don't know. It's not really cool to be working for a place that tells you exactly who to be and what to look like. <laughs> Embrace yourself. I have a horror story about that because um, there was a boy that worked at a man that worked at the restaurant that I work at or that I'm not working at at the moment, but whatever. Um, also very fine dining and they have the same rules. They're really on. You have to shave. Even if it's like a teeny tiny bit of hair coming out of your face, you got to shave it off. Or if you, I don't even think they're allowed to have beards. I don't, I don't know anybody that has a beard there. Um, but so he was, he, and but there's so many actors that work in, in restaurant industry and he was up for a role and they had asked him to grow out his beard. And so he had been growing it out and he had gotten a call back or something. And then he was waiting to hear and he wasn't sure if he'd gotten it or not, but he went to work because he needed the money and the management was like, you have to shave it or you have to go home. And he had to decide whether he was going to like make money to pay rent and possibly fuck up his chance at the show or um, take a chance and see if he got cast in the show and fuck up his beard thing. Or maybe it was even like a second callback. I don't think it was a booking per se. Um, but he shaved it thinking like, I guess I, I probably am not. It's probably too late for me to get the callback. And then he got the callback that day while he was work. And then he lost the job, the acting job, because he shaved his beard. That is a ho- actor horror story. Oh, that is an actor horror story. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. And like that, like you said, like, why should your place of employment be telling you what to do with your hair? I mean, that's also a whole conversation um, about like with dreadlocks and things and how you're not like in some places you're not allowed to have like your natural hair if you're an African-American or whatever all those rules are. If you have braids in some places, that's not acceptable. It's like, what the fuck? Why do you get to say what I do with my hair? Right. Well, on that note, I do have to highly, highly recommend this new show called Self Made on Netflix. Have you heard of this? It's the the story of Madam C.J. Walker. Um, she was the trailblazing African-American entrepreneur who built a ha- hair care empire that made her America's first female self-made millionaire. So you I've heard it, it yeah. honestly I've watched a lot of things as I've been home this whole time and that has been my absolute favorite thing on Netflix it's, it's called self-made Octavia Spencer is the lead it is so good and I had no I didn't know about um, CJ Walker that madam CJ Walker um, and her hair care for African-American women um, because which her big thing is if if you have a beautiful head of hair, then you're confident and empowered enough to go out and get the job you want. And she she did that. It's and she ta- and she shared it with other women. So I ha- watch it, you guys. Watch it. Watch it, watch it, watch it. And I imagine that part of what uh, the lesson on that, too, is that nobody was probably making proper products for women with, you know, African-American women and their mm-hmm. hair. So, like, that's another thing that I think a lot of women deal with in different ways or different people deal with in different ways where like if there if there's if the if the industry isn't serving your needs like what a great opportunity to go in there and try to start making you know building a business on that and how and what a good lesson to to the industry like at how stupid they were for ignoring an entire population of people and their needs because if people want to make money then they should see where there's like a void and if they didn't give a fuck or they weren't seeing it they missed out and she like one that you know she 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 did it and that's fucking very inspiring it's incredible definitely it reminds me a little bit of what we were talking about with um like when when our friend was telling us about how they sent her home from her birth with a puppy pad right right 
And you're just like, there's a whole market there that nobody, you know, these the men that run these companies don't mm-hmm. think about. Mm. So, ladies, get it going. Ladies. Well, I do think that we should give our listeners a homework assignment. Don't shave, don't shave anything. anything. Number don't one, I think no, don't shave anything. <laughs> but this is from the TED Talk that I was talking about. But she ended her, her TED Talk by saying, um, let's really encourage people to stop talking about the stigma of, of, of having too much hair. Um, because what I found interesting is that it, it's normal to have body hair, but we're and when you're young, you don't know that it's bad to have body hair until you're told it's not. So I think that we should teach our children that body hair is good and you can do whatever you want with it. When one way I think that you can do that if you're like, how do, how do I what do I do? How do I like look into this or think about it like that? Instagram has been a really, really, really great resource for that for me because I, if you look, if you hashtag like body hair pride or whatever, body hair, um, you see a lot of images that you just never see in on TV or around, you know, the in advertisements and things with with women with very, like a lot of hair on their legs or women with, you know, and be- and like drop dead gorgeous model women so it's not like oh it's gross they're gross you're like oh my god they're so hot like this is so hot like this is amazing and i think like if everybody can just start looking at those images more and more and normalizing that then um that's the idea so we just have to normalize it that was another thing i thought that was really interesting too though that a lot of these women were complaining about the woman um uh, Harnam was complaining about this and then other women that post about their body hair. They were like, we don't do this for the men, you fucking idiots. We do this for each other. And they were complaining about the amount of fetishization that they get. These like fetish dudes that like are obsessed with like and like how on the one hand, if we normalize body hair, then it's not a fetish anymore. Right. It's just like a preference or it's like whatever it's appealing to you or not. Um, but in addition that like there's men are still able to objectify women even when these women are considered quote unquote gross by mainstream society so it's like you just like get the hell out of here <laughs> just get the hell out and i remember the very first time i joined a dating site this was like years ago um i signed up and then this guy sent me a message and it was like really normal he's like hey i liked your profile and like you seem great whatever i have a question for you do you shave your armpits and if you do shave your armpits would you consider not shaving your armpits because i like it when girls don't shave their armpits and i remember being so like i was taken aback by it i was annoyed by it just because i was like oh like that's private but then in retrospect like I'm doubly annoyed by it because you telling me what to do with my hair whether it be grow it or shave it is not your business. It's not your job. You're not allowed to tell me what I do with my body, period, including telling me to be hairy. You know what I'm saying? So that like we have to also like if there's a dude out there going like, I love a good armpit hair. I think that's fucking hot. All girls should do it. No, fuck you too. Because like that's not the point. The point is not that you should be it, the point is you can't tell other mm-hmm. people what to do. Autonomy <laughs> you know over your own body. Oh. You should be able to do. And it's mm-hmm. fucking, yeah. And it's gross when you tell women like they should do this or women should be like this or women should have this, no matter what it is, unless it's women should have a lot of money. <laughs> then you can say that. But I'm just... <laughs> preach, girl, preach. But made me mad. Well, this full conversation, I mean, it's it does, it can get you really angry because I think the full, why we started shaving in America in the first place was for men. The men were writing yeah. the advertisements. Mm-hmm. Weren't they? Oh, yeah. women weren't working anywhere. They weren't allowed to work anywhere. This is it's great. 2020, once we are allowed outside again, oh, man, I cannot wait to see how hairy we all are. 
<laughs> I mean, here's another th- side note too about hair and stuff. So- sometimes it can also just be a a self care thing, shaving. You know what I mean? Where so sometimes I feel the most pulled together when I'm freshly shaved and like I feel really like that makes me feel confident too. So I think again, it just depends on what your prep, what makes you feel confident, whether growing it out and letting it, letting yourself be the way it is or taking care of it. I'm glad you said that. The other day I was feeling, you know, pretty bummed out about everything. And I just had a self-care morning and I took a bath and I, um, my mom had some like bath salts and I exfoliated my entire body. And then I shaved and washed my hair and I got out and I just felt wonderful. You know, so self-care really during this time, I think especially is important. So you do you boo, whatever makes you happy. Totally. Yeah. I'm shaving all the hairs off my body except for my armpits. Can you imagine? Next time I come and I've shaved my head and everything and I'm just like, no, but I'm growing this up. <laughs> well, Nikki Glazer had a funny tweet of, say, of, she said, like, I'm seriously considering shaving my head at this time. <laughs> Why, Why not? not? I cut my bangs. Also, people were bang shaming everybody being like, don't cut your hair. Don't cut your hair. I'm like, no one's going to see you for a long time. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. This is the time to take risks. Well, I might get a perm. Do it. Get, get that perm. perm. I mean, why not? I used to love getting perms when I was younger. My only concern is that it will just like fry my hair. And it's it, my hair's been doing pretty, pretty great lately since I don't shower or wash it. But there's so many chemicals in a perm. But if I can find a natural perm with natural products, then girls getting curly. Yeah, yeah, do it. Why, Why not? not? You can just shave it off. I it know. Fuck out. it. I live with my parents now. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway. Well, this was a fun convo. No. Yeah, I hope people learn stuff. Or, and I'd be curious what other people, you know, if someone's like, what a, has an opinion? Send yes, a us. woman or a man. Please. We'd love to hear your body Please. hair experiences. Yeah. And this leads us to the end of our episode. But first, we do want to encourage people. guys. You know, we're not asking for money. We said this last week. We're not asking for money because we know so many people are out of work at this moment. But if you can, just please just tell your friends about our band, Reformed Whores. Our music is on Spotify, iTunes. We have two albums. Uh, We also have a ton of videos on YouTube. Keeps you busy. And then uh, please tell them about this podcast if you're enjoying it. Uh, Just spread the word. Um, Post about it. Tell people make recommendations write a write an article in the new york times about us that would be cool if you feel like doing that would that. be awesome uh, and then for those of you guys who have just like an extra five dollars or ten dollars we are on patreon uh under reformed horse so i think you literally go to patreon.com slash reformed horse we're trying to do a positivity podcast uh exclusively for our patrons every friday called huddle with the whores trying to stay positive I'm pretty proud of it. It's real short. It's like 10 minutes um, a week that we do. And we we huddle together and we uh, just try to make each other feel better. Yeah. And it's just a fun extra. And then we also, we're going to try to do some live streaming stuff. We'll figure out when to do that. Got to get some, well, I guess I shouldn't have to get makeup on, but you know that I will. <laughs> oh God. I haven't, I put on makeup once since I've been home and that was just because I couldn't find zit cream and I thought that maybe my cover up would help. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'm not a beautician. Anyway, um, you guys, we really hope that you're doing okay out there, staying inside, keeping safe. And let us know how you're keeping busy. And if you have any ideas for our listeners, um, send them our way. Uh, But wash your hands, stay inside, be good. Take care. Bye.
Of my sideways smile. Time to take your boon and for some downstairs grooming. Didn't want nothing too crazy or clean up so light-handed, so I found myself a waxer who came highly recommended. To my surprise, my new friend didn't speak a word of English, but I think in Russian she said, "Hey, me cooler, look distinguished." With the precious lady parts, my legs up in the air, dreaming 'bout my new hairdo. Next thing I know, I feel extra close to where I poo-poo. I quickly try to explain, nothing much, just take a little bite. All of a sudden, I feel a breeze right up my middle. She'd like to file a complaint about her newly hairless taint. Another strip of wax down, and I knew I lost control. For the next thing I knew, this lady had ripped me a new asshole. She waxed me bare, left nothing where there'd been hair moments ago. I waddled out that fancy spy and fired down below. I hope you learned your lesson. Now you're looking prepubescent. Few days have come and gone since then. I'm still not quite the same. Like my farts are loud and all, but I. Myself to blame, ladies and your gents out there. Remember to watch your back next time you decide that you wanna get your body waxed. If you prefer your lover bare, then you yourself should be prepared to get into that spa chair where they'll rip out. All your pubic hair.